Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another The Arsenio Buck Show podcast. And you know what? Welcome back to, what is this? Episode number 32, if I'm not mistaken, of the Ramble of Positivity. Now, a lot of you out there who are tuning in for the first time, you're like, what the hell is this? And for those of you who have been tuning in to me since probably April, you guys will have seen or would have seen that I have posted uh, a podcast in terms of the Ramble of Positivity and what is this about? Well, it's about just being positive, being in the moment and being grateful for something that has emerged or something that has happened before. And today, oh my goodness gracious, first and foremost, I got to paint the picture. 2012, and this is a story that I told and next thing you know, I ended up seeing, oh God, this is amazing how the law of attraction works, the universe works. But back in 2012, at the end of 2012, respectively, I remember that I said, if I'm going to move to Thailand, I need to start making Thai friends right now. And so there it was. I put it out there to the universe, and I could paint the picture. It was night. Uh, one of my friends had, um, oh my god, she had invited me to a club or a little bar called The Cellar, which is literally downstairs, like someplace on like Sahara or Maryland Parkway. I can't remember. But... I was like, okay, you know what, let me go get some drink, and let me get, you know, get in the feel of everything, and of course, at that same moment, I'm like, you know what, meet people in Thailand, and I remember this website came up, I scanned my passport and everything, and I said, okay, I'm gonna verify my profile, and I'm gonna start trying to meet Thai folks, right? Went to the store, I got myself a brandy, I came back, I'm over here getting into the feel, I ran into a song by Babyface by the name of Loneliness, but you know what, it's all about the melody, I don't care so much about the lyrics, I know, unfortunately, but I care about the melody, so here I am jamming out to it, going to this place called The Cellar, but before I went to The Cellar, my profile on this website was approved, and I started sending messages to all these Thai women. Now, keep in mind that the only Thai woman I had, well, well, that I befriended, well, I would have to say three of them. One's name was Sue. The other one's name was uh, Mamiao, if I'm not mistaken. Nicknames, of course, and I met them at a hotel in Phuket. They were the front desk concierge. Another one, she actually worked massage. Little did I know that that, of course, specific job was very, very notorious and is notorious today. But you know what? Went to the cellar, came back, had about 10 different emails from, of course, people I met. And one girl's name was Mook. And I met Mook. Mook could barely speak English. She was probably at like uh, like halfway through, like a pre-intermediate level. So there are six levels. She's at the third level, okay? She could communicate a little bit. I have to speak slowly to her. She had a friend named Ploy. Ploy was probably a high beginner. She was just coming into the English language, and she, be all, she would always look to Mook for understanding, okay? Now... I love it because when I first met them, they were supposed to meet me originally at the airport. Now, this is six months fast forward. I came here to Thailand, landed in Bangkok. Where the hell is Mook employ? They didn't come. I was pissed. I went to the hotel. And next thing I know, uh, uh, I got a phone call and said, hey, there's uh, your friends are here. I'm like, oh, hell no. These punk ass girls, they actually came. So I came downstairs, I was so angry, and they were just smiling and laughing, you know what I mean? And it's crazy, because that was the first time I had ever met two, like, legitimate Thai folks. One was in university, of course I was at 25, so she's about 21, or 22, I can't remember. And the other one was, she was going to university too, but of course, ploy, but she could barely speak English. So, I told this story a couple nights ago. And it's amazing because I'm like, I was while I was telling the story, I said, well, you know what? They are no longer beginner or, uh, you know, pre-intermediate speakers. They now speak functional English. 
Moog speaks three languages, and Ploy, she flies, or she actually works ground staff at Qatar Airways in Qatar, right? So she moved to the country of Qatar. And so I wanted to show them pictures, and I went to Moog's profile, of course, on Facebook, and there it was. It said, Countdown to New Zealand. I said, you son of a bitch. You didn't even tell me that you were actually... Now, I had already known that her visa had been approved, right? But she didn't tell me that the countdown was actually this soon. She said October, not July. And I was like, you son of a bitch. So she had 14 days. And I cussed her out and I said, because of course this is what I do. And I said, you know what? You're sorry ass. We need to hurry up and meet before you go. And she said, okay, calm down, calm down. No, actually she said, hey, Ploy's back in town. And I said, oh my God, wonderful. And then I tagged her and Ploy was like, dude, I'm free today. And I said, when, where? Okay, okay, let's figure it out. Next thing you know. Yesterday, yes, just yesterday, I went to the place of my work, and of course, Ploy was there shopping. She was like, where are you? I'm like, I'm at ground. Got out the MRT, went up the escalators, took a right, and there she was. I said, oh my goodness, Ploy. Now, keep in mind, I saw Ploy and Mook a year earlier. Before that, I saw them like two or three years earlier. We don't see each other often. Why? Because Mook is a globetrotter, okay? And she's going to be living in New Zealand probably for like six months to a year. Which is fantastic because there are no Thai people out there in New Zealand. She's going to have to continue learning English. Although she is pretty damn sound in English. And so here I am with Ploy. And I'm like, Ploy, oh my goodness. And we're joking. And I'm like, oh my god, you lost weight. And we're just joking. You know, we're just throwing insults at each other. And I'm like, oh my god, so are you a flight attendant now? She's like, yeah. I'm like, no way. I'm like, where do you fly to? She's like, well, I just came back from Africa. And I'm like, oh my god. And for And for me to hear this... For Thai people to go to Africa, that puts the biggest, and I mean the biggest smile on my face ever because it opens up their doors forever. And I said, what's your favorite destination? She's like, Namibia. I said, oh my goodness gracious. I was like, tell me about Namibia. She's like, well, I actually go out there with the tribes. So I go into the jungle and this and that. I want to see everything. I'm like, oh, my God. What other countries have you been to? Malta, Tanzania, over here, over here. And so she's telling me all these amazing stories. Of course, while we're shopping, we're joking. And, you know, how difficult it is to be a flight attendant because she's no longer ground staff. She actually got approved to become a flight attendant. So now she, you know, based in Qatar, she's flying all around the globe. And, you know, I've been to New Zealand. I've been to Australia. I go to England. I go here. I go there. And she goes to a lot of countries out there in Africa. She's even even been to Lagos, Nigeria. And she actually likes it. But she said when they get to Nigeria, there are armed soldiers with massive assault rifles waiting for her, of course, at, you know, at the front door. To take them to the hotel, and if they actually leave the hotel, they have to leave with the armed guard. That is almost in accordance with, um, that's a story that's very, very relevant to people who live in Saudi Arabia. Teachers who actually teach out there in Saudi Arabia. Um, if they leave their compound, they have to leave with about three soldiers with these AK-47s to protect them. It's crazy. I just, I, it's just, I, I have no idea. But let's just, hey, I guess it's, that's just how it is. I thought it was just for Americans, but no, it's for people in general. And so they cannot fit in with the population. They have to be protected. And so she told me just so many stories, and I'm just like, man, this is what, <sighs> this is what the world needs. And you know what? She's one of those people who, you know, always told me, Arsenio, it's not about black, it's not about this, it's not about that. Because she actually had a boyfriend who was, like, from, I can't remember, Guinea. 
And now she's dating a, I think her boyfriend's from Jordan. And now she's traveling to Africa. And remember, keep in mind, this is Thailand. Thailand, who these women are predisposed to, of course, the Anglo color because they believe they are rich. Not only that, but they believe they are handsome, regardless of what they have done wrong and what felons or what crimes they have been, you know, convicted of in their native country. So they hurry up and escape here to Thailand because of refuge. No, I'm not saying all of them, but I'm just trying to put this into perspective because, again, over the last six years you guys already know how it's been out here but it doesn't even matter i'm grateful right now that i have been able to of course this was ploy this is a girl that could barely even speak english and now she's globe trotting the world of course being a flight attendant for qatar airways and you know what her telling me these stories is said oh my god i saw this one ethiopian actor you know i looked at him twice and i kept going back to him on the airplane and i'm like this is so funny so of course she's been to Addis Ababa or Abada uh, Adaba, I think I'm pretty sure it's Adaba. So she's been to Addis Ababa, which is the capital of Ethiopia. I would absolutely love to go to Ethiopia too, because um, of course it's becoming more modern. You know the Chinese they're heavily invested into it. Let's just hope it's all you know all for the good. But nonetheless, man, these types of things just put a big smile on my face. And you know what? I just had to make a podcast. You know, especially ramble of positivity. This would have fit well. Guys, I'm not telling all of you to go out there and travel, but when you open the doors, you're going to be you're going to be immersed into a culture that you're just not going going back to that life that you were at, it's not going to be enough. And a lot of you are like, "Man, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be I don't want to hear I'm not." Remember what Rich Dad Poor Dad Robert Kiyosaki said. He said, "How can I Ask yourself these questions. I'm not telling you guys to go all around the world, but you know what? If you're making a fine wage out there in America or if you're an entrepreneur doing this or doing that and you break break your finances and you're not going to get fired for going on a goddamn one-week vacation, go to the Honduras. Go to Panama. Please go to Costa Rica, which is the easiest one to go to. You know? Going to the Chile, Providencia. Uh, going to Santiago. Going to Bogota. Going to Medellin. Going to all of these different types of places around South America. Get yourself in and start uh, developing a language and start, you know, trying to communicate with the locals and be open and learn the different things and learn life skills that you could, that can be inquired in, in very, very ratchet situations. But just throw yourself out there because you got one life and ploy I didn't. I don't know that she. Her goal wasn't to like move to Qatar six years ago when I first met her. Mook's job wasn't to you know uh, go to New Zealand and do this and do that and become a translator six years ago. But because they were open to meeting new people, they got new and in- insight and new revelation. And this is what I'm inviting all of you to do right now. Please just throw yourself out there and become vulnerable to the masses of beauty that is out there. So I just wanted to be grateful on this podcast just this time, just this time, and be grateful for all the people who have come into my life, whether it was good or bad, because guess what? Life is binary. I'm inviting all of you guys to take that leap of faith and to start, you know, figuring out and just start figuring out what your life is and what life is supposed to be. Start asking the right questions, not the wrong statements, but the right questions. I'm your host, Arsidio, as usual. Stay tuned for more. We got Stephen Covey coming up tomorrow, over and out.